Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time to take a look at the headline that everyone's been talking about this week. And I don't know about you, but it might have come as a surprise to many when Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Lawrence Wong announced details of a $1.5 billion support package earlier this week. Now, this new package builds on the support measures in Budget 2022. There's no further draw on past reserves. And the reason behind this is to counter rising inflation. It's also targeted at providing immediate relief for lower income and more vulnerable groups. Now, one of the beams or pillars that's available for eligible taxi main hirers and private hire car drivers, these guys will get a one-off relief of $150 in August. And as part of the support measures for self-employed people, combi bus drivers, limousine drivers, and delivery drivers and motorcycle riders, they'll get up to a one-off cash relief of up to $300. Is it enough though? for this specific group of the workforce. Will it ever be enough if you think about it? Well, on the line with me this morning is Yeo Wan Ling, who's advisor to the National Taxi Association, National Private Hire Vehicles Association, National Delivery Champions Association. Wan Ling, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. So there must have been quite a bit to digest over the past few days about this. Today, we're going to specifically look at the support for the taxi main hires, private hire car drivers. Did it come as a surprise? Well, yes and no, because actually for the unions and the associations who have been working quite a bit with the LTA, you know, the Ministry of Transport, providing feedback on what the ground field was like. And, you know, generally we were getting very strongly the feedback that the costs of doing business have gone up quite a bit mm-hmm. for our driving community. I think fuel prices, rentals, insurance, even things like car washing, you know, the prices for all of these add to the cost of business. For our drivers and it has gone up quite substantially between 30 percent to 40 percent some of our drivers have even told us that you know the rising fuel prices have been quite scary and it calls into mind the long-term viability of driving i think this is one bit that has come up quite a lot and the other one too is actually the driving conditions i think for a lot of drivers the number of hours that they have on the road to make what they used to do pre-covid levels have gone up quite a bit as well so we're seeing our drivers spending a lot of time you know on the road and just to make what they used to do, but, you know, the margins are also chipped off by rising prices. So it came as a very timely relief, you know, given the lobbying, you know, the advocating that we have been doing from the association portion to our government. Yeah. And I think we are very grateful for the very timely support that's given. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the hours they spend on the road. There's an underlining health concern there as well that is a silent killer. Exactly. So it's safe to say then that just because things have reopened, nightlife is back, there's more customers late at night, doesn't really help as much because of the rising fuel prices. Then with regard to this relief, while welcome, is it enough, honestly? I think you put it rightly just now, you know, about how relief, uh, things that are temporary, at the end of it all, in order to look at long-term sustainability and all that, right, it needs to go back to how open the economy is. I think nightlife is recovering. You know, you can see the SMM badges are actually relaxing quite a bit. Previously, you needed to do your ART test. And I think for some people, it's like, uh. (laughs) Invasion of my nostrils. I know what you mean. (laughs) That's right. Don't look too cool when you're out there, like, dancing your mask on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We make fun of that, but there 
there is yeah, that it, demand, there's that hunger. We want to go yeah. out as well, right? And I think, right, something that really didn't help was having people to go back to the office, you know, as <laughs> a norm. So I think with all these, you know, plus the fact that our travellers, our the holiday makers are coming back, you know, to Singapore, I think all these would add to the long-term viability of the trade. I think that is something that we need to be keeping our eye and focusing on. But also at the same time, I think, you know, what you talked about just now about the physical and mental wellness of our drivers. Yeah, yeah that one takes top priority. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, we actually did another announcement yesterday. Okay. So what happens, right, the National Taxi Association as well as the National Private Hire Vehicles Association, we've been rallying the community to come around this to help our drivers through this period. So we've always had very good partnerships and friends in the F&B industry. And actually what happens is Changchun, the Taipung chain, <laughs> as well as Kofu, okay, you know, yes, one of our yes. favourite coffee chains. They're actually coming up to do what we call hearty loving meals, priced at very low prices for our drivers, just to remind them to take a break, you know. So I, I think this will come a long way in reminding them of that, as well as helping a little bit on the cost of living as well. That's very well put. And I like the way you've described everything, because actually it's a tricky balance. You see, you want the economy to be open, right? Right? Yeah. But people are also wary of this potential recession, the inflation yeah. that they're facing. So they're also trying to save money. So there's technically less demand for drivers. I mean, in your opinion, what more can be done to help them? I think what happens is that it is an all-hands-on-deck approach to this. It is an issue where it is not just about what the government can support, but it's also on how all the various stakeholders in this would be able to come in to help our drivers through this period. So, for instance, one of the groups that we've been talking to is actually the taxi companies as well as the private hire platforms. I think, for instance, some of the things that can be done would be reviewing your commission structures, definitely continuing on providing rental rebates, especially through this rather tricky period. And of course, something that is always welcome is actually providing higher fuel discounts, whether or not it is through your own pumps, which we see some of our taxi companies having, or through partnerships with some of the oil majors. Mm. I think these are things that the associations have been lobbying for. And I think, right, for many of the platforms, many of the companies, you know, they've already started looking at revising fares, putting in temporary measures to, you know, aid that kind of travel distancing and all that that our drivers are needing to do. Yeah. You know, one thing you talk about the review of commission structure, that's a complaint I always get whenever I get into a grab. Because I like to ask them, how's business? How's things? I mean, we came to work during Circuit Breaker, so we've seen the evolution, right? How challenging is it to get into that conversation with these companies? It must be tough on you. Well, let's put it this way. For the labour movement, for the unions, for the associations, we're used to this kind of tension. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it is important for us to speak up, to represent our working community well. And yes, yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit of, you know, table banging. But I must say that for our tripartite partners, they have been generally very open to okay. listening to what the viewpoints are on the ground. After all, you know, a good company is one that's built on very happy workers. It's true. You've got to have that positive and the right environment. Just yeah. generally to wrap things up, yeah. what's your personal observation been with regard to drivers on the ground in terms of reacting to the support package launched this week? Well, I think like in general, people have been quite happy thinking that it is something quite timely. 
cognizance that it is important that we're looking at this issue from a longer point of view, Mm. i.e. at the end of it all to be sustainable, the economy must be open. And also at the same time, I think that there is also a little bit of trepidation given the COVID, yes, is abating, but also at the same time, we're getting all the spikes. Our drivers are people who are frontliners who literally bring Singaporeans closer every day. They meet a lot of Singaporeans on the ground. So I think it's important that, you know, as passengers, when we go on board the vehicles and all that, that we continue to be aware and practice good um, hygiene. You know, make sure you have your mask on and all that because for our drivers, if they're down with COVID, for every day that they're down is one day of no revenues. Yes, that is very well put. Thank you so much for that. Yeo Wadling, advisor to the National Taxi Association, National Private Hire Vehicles Association, <laughs> National Delivery Champions Association. She advises so many things. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You take care and have Thank a great you, weekend Alex. ahead, yeah? Okay, bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.